0: Vulnerable Lungta Maha Bua gave a talk on Samadhi Develops Wisdom and Wisdom Develops Samadhi. His teaching in Thai is available on YouTube. You should listen to this file. A PDF version titled Wisdom Develops Samadhi is also available online. I have talked at great length on the same topic many times. These talks are available on YouTube. I'll explain further step-by-step, so you can have a clear picture in mind, like a map or a GPS navigator to guide you on the path of practice from start to finish, so you'll understand why you need to follow the formal practice, apply it to your daily life, and then let go of delusion and condition phenomena. You can start by using a mantra as a meditation object to develop concentration, tranquility or samadhi. This is a samatha practice. When the mind is kept firmly centered in concentration, it will gradually become more peaceful and have clarity. It is thus ready to develop wisdom or insight into the true nature of reality, of body, feeling, mind and mind objects that they all fall under the three characteristics of impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and non-self. This is known as the vipassana practice. You'll also start to notice the tendencies of the mind that it tends to follow the defilements, cravings, and ego. When the mind is drawn towards sensual pleasures, craving and attachment to conditioned phenomena, you be aware and let them go. As a result, the mind will settle into peace. When you practice like this, the mind will gradually become less and less diluted and more peaceful. Attachment to the sense of self, defilements, cravings and ignorance will also diminish. Detachment is conducive to true peace of mind. The one supports the other. The peace from letting go differs from the peace or kindness attained in the samatha practice. Now let Nanmui expand further on the topic.
1: We start with concentration samatha, samati. First, we need to understand why we need to develop concentration. The nature of the mind tends to wander due to the lack of awareness. For this reason, developing samatha or samati is necessary for practitioners so that they can be aware of the wandering mind. If the mind wanders outside, it will pick up things mm-hmm. from out there and get lost in mental proliferation. For example, it might think about family or job or be preoccupied with other mental activities. The mind does not stay in the present moment. It can't see what it is doing. This means that the mind is not at home. We need to develop mindfulness, sati, and be mindful so that the mind will not wander. What is right mindfulness? Simply start by focusing attention on one or two objects. For instance, we can use the mantra PUT toe, and keep the mind focused on PUT toe. The mantra is like the stairway giving you support to hold on to. Any time the mind wanders outside as it used to, mindfulness will remind us that the mantra PUT toe, is missing. Some practitioners may not use the mantra. They may bring attention to the in-out breaths. Some may use the mantra PUT as they breathe in and TO as they breathe out. They anchor the mind with put and to to reinforce concentration. We can use any technique to focus the mind on meditation objects. The wandering mind will soon become more mindful and steadfastly focused on the put to. With the continuation of mindfulness and the mantra, the mind will attain concentration samadhi. It no longer wavers or clings to anything external. It is at home. This home is pure mind or conscious awareness. When the mind is at home, It notices the phenomena that come and go. It no longer goes outside or is preoccupied with something else as it habitually does. In a nutshell, mindfulness engages the mind and keeps it at home. As a result of Samadhi, you will notice that there is a knower who acknowledges the coming and going of the phenomena, but the knower is not getting involved with them. The mind in this state will be firmly resolute, known as a knower or an observer. The sense-objects, or aramana, that the knower is aware of, are the phenomena that come and go, arise and cease. Seeing these allows us to understand the truth of impermanence, anicca, unsatisfactoriness, tukkha, and non-self, anatta. Although the knower, the observer, at this stage, still has a sense of self, it is a state whereby the knower doesn't get caught in the coming and going of the sense-objects, aramana. Samadhi cultivates peacefulness to a certain level. The knower attains peace, but there is still a self within that peace. That is why practicing only Samatha or Samadhi cannot liberate us from the delusion of self. Vipassana, on the other hand, cultivates wisdom to see the knower or the observer itself. The knower is like a TV audience who watches the drama scenes unfold. They come and go. They are impermanent, stressful and non-self. With vipassana the focus shifts to the knower, observer, watcher of the TV. When the knower experiences the phenomena, there will be accompanying thoughts, mental formations or mind chattering. The knower, mind chatterer is the sensory consciousness. The fifth aggregate works alongside mental factors, feeling, memory and thoughts. They arise together and cease together. You will see that both the sense objects are Ramana, and the knower are conditions that arise and cease simultaneously in every moment. This is the working process of the five aggregates. The five aggregates do not belong to anyone. They are not self. They arise and cease. Because of ignorance, a wichā, we blindly grasp the mind or sensory consciousness as me, my, mine. When a pleasant feeling arises, we tend to hold on to it. In contrast, when suffering or an unpleasant feeling arises, we automatically perceive it as my suffering and try to get rid of it. When a neutral feeling arises, we are not aware of it. All of these responses to feeling are part of a cycle of delusion. Therefore, if we understand the truth, we will know that the five aggregates are not defilements nor divana. The ignorant mind that clings to the aggregates or the sense of self is deluded and thus suffers as a result. We will see that the pure consciousness element simply knows. It's not self. It is unconditioned. It is the pure consciousness or the pure mind, which can only know or acknowledge. It is not a self. It has no shape, no form, it is an emptiness. The knowing that is conditioned by love or hate or any attempt to let go, focus, suppress, control or intervene is not pure consciousness. That which is fabricated, conditioned, is not pure mind. It is the formation of ignorance that arises and ceases within the non-formation, the phenomena that arise and pass away in the emptiness. Every moment, there are mental formations. They are as they are. And there is the pure mind. It is as it is. Both the unconditioned and the conditioned are devoid of entity or self. They cannot be identified as a person, you or me. Hence, there is no self to get rid of the conditioned things that arise and cease and the unconditioned that doesn't arise or cease are not self. As the Buddha said, all phenomena and non-phenomena are not self. Therefore, the practice is not to attain something or to achieve enlightenment. Rather, it is to uproot the ignorance or the wrong view of self. When ignorance ceases, There is no self to attain anything, no self to identify with suffering, and no sufferer. This is known in conventional term as Nibbana, the perfect peace. To sum up, this practice follows the Noble Eightfold Path. When Samadhi is fully developed, the mind is at one-pointedness, there is peace, tranquility. However, there is still a self or the one who is at peace. In vipassana practice, the truth is realized that the knower arises and ceases. So too does avijja or ignorance. Peace attained from vipassana practice is therefore devoid of self.